Hello. This is all fudged up. I'm Angie Goods. Hopefully my voice memo note thing doesn't cut out like it has in the past. You son of a bitch. Alright, so coming at you from somewhere along the Blue Ridge Trail Parkway. It's Blue Ridge Parkway. Don't worry, there's a picture. Um, where I'm currently sitting is, uh, in an overlook area, um, that is just amazing. Um, it's overlooking part of the valley, not like the main part, but it's lots of like farmland or not farmlands, but just kind of spread out homes and some lots of trees and, um, and then mountains off in the distance. And it's really awesome. Um, so I know it's been a long time since I last posted, and I'm sorry. I, you know, stuff and things and all that and life, man. Um, but I did want to start with the, um, the end of Moving Socks Part 3. Uh, this, hopefully, because I, I, I don't fucking plan on moving for a long-ass time, and my husband doesn't plan on moving for a long-ass time, and the baby is 15, 16 months old, so he's not really saying a whole lot, more just, like, screaming and, um, throwing temper tantrums when we, you know, tell him, like, no, don't poke the dog in the eye, no, you can't put your hand in the disposal, not that he can reach it. I'm just using that as an example. And, you know, anyway, so, um, you know, babies, what are you going to do? Um, so moving sucks. Part three, the final installment. Um, so I last left y'all when we were still hotel living. <laughs> uh, um, uh, while, while hotel living, just a real quick story, um, my husband threatened to kill someone. It's awesome. Almost getting kicked out of, of a long-term living hotel situation is just the fucking best. Cause you're just like, fuck, what do I do now? Um, and it was stupid. Like this, this dude that, you know, had a confrontation with him, like, it was, so they were in the elevator, like, so they all, I don't know, Ryan got into the elevator while they were there, and they were all going down to the first floor, and the dude, like, said something like, what, you know, what'd you say to my wife, and Ryan's like, I didn't say anything to your wife, I don't know what you're talking about, and, um, so the dude, like, still thinking that he said something to his wife or whatever, like, you know, was started puffing up his chest and, oh, you want to go and blah, blah, blah. And Ryan's like, you don't want to mess with me. I'll fucking kill you. Or something like that. Basically something like, yeah, you don't want to, you don't want to mess with me. I'll fucking kill you. Like, and I just remember when he came back up and told me this, I'm just like, oh, Ryan, goddammit. <laughs> Like, it wasn't even just, like, a surprise. It was just like, oh, fuck, how are we going to deal with this? So, anyway, Ryan says that. Clear as day. Um, the dude, who, like I said, was, you know, puffing up his chest and, like, starting to, you know, come at Ryan like a fucking asshole. 
um, you know, then was just like, oh my God, now I'm afraid. What? Um, so, or at least by the time the cops were called and the cops got there and interviewed everyone, um, the, the other dude was like, I'm afraid now for, for my and my family's safety. And it's just like, you fucking started this shit and now you're afraid? Like, you fucking pussy. Fuck off. And so, like, that was hilarious. And, like, the cops basically, like, they, you know, of course, they didn't already say it. They were professional, but they were just like, mm, all right, we're uh, we're going to go now. Goodbye, everybody. Have a good night. <laughs> like, and so then, um, so that was that. And then, of course, the next day, I get to talk to the hotel manager because, of course, mommy has to step in. Kill me now. Um, so not only the hotel manager, it was like the hotel manager and then also another manager. Like, so two people are calling me and having a discussion about what my husband's bed to that other dude. And, um, and I'm just like, you know, at first it's like, I'm so sorry this happened. You know, uh, I'm trying to be, you know, this is what I'm saying. I'm like trying to be cool and I'm trying to be like apologetic and, um, but then when they tell me that the other dude is now, um, afraid of us and that we have to now, you know, leave the fourth floor and go down to the first fucking floor and won't that be a better option because there's a bigger room down there, which wasn't a one bedroom, which we have a child. We needed that space. Like we needed that separation. Like it was still maybe like 300 square foot, but we needed that space of separation. And it was just like, I'm not leaving my penthouse apartment, which wasn't a penthouse. It was just, but it was on the fourth floor and we had like a decent view. Um, and so I was just like, I'm not leaving my fourth floor, little wannabe a penthouse apartment. Um, to go down to the first fucking floor where there's going to be more goddamn noise with people like walking by and shit and like fucking they have every right to do that and all. And that's great. But like, I'm not fucking leaving. Like it's quieter up here. Like I like the view. Like I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving my little one bedroom, you know, thing. And they were like, oh, well, I didn't say all this, but I was just, you know, I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not, no, I'm not leaving. I'm not going to the first floor. Um, I'm not going, I'm not giving up my one bedroom deal. Like, no. <laughs> and so, like, I was just like, you know, we're not going to be, and they were just, you know, whatever. And I was like, you know what, I'll just figure out something else. Goodbye. And I like hung up because I was so fucking pissed. And I was starting to like get to the point where I was going to start cursing at them. And that's never, like, you know, productive. Um, so I, you know, and then, of course, I did start, like, looking around and, like, trying to figure something else. But thank God, like, you know, they find, they came back with, like, you know, all, all right, you know, don't let it happen again. And, you know, we'll just, we'll figure, you know, we'll, we'll be all right. And I was like, all right. Thank you. Dicks. Anyway. I didn't say any of that. I was pleasant to them. Um, but yeah, hotel life, what a fun adventure that was. And all the new perspectives I have, it's just fantastic. Um, and see, fuck that guy. That guy was like, so like there were a lot of guys there were staying, you know, some of them did have their families. Um, but that guy was part of this like construction team that was like laying down some fucking bio signs out here and shit. 
And so, like, you know, I'm pretty sure he's, like, you know, the foreman type person or, like, some sort of fucking middle management. So, like, you know, he's used to throwing his dick around and, like, you know, having people, like, bow down and, you know, just kowtow to whatever he says. And, you know, fuck that guy. Like, that guy, like you know, fine, he wanted to, like, whatever, like, try to puff up his chest to my husband and try to, and then just get scared immediately when he sees the fucking crazy veteran that's, like, in front of him, like, fuck that guy, (laughs) you know, like, if you're gonna puff up your chest and start shit, well, guess what, that guy that looks like he might just be a weirdo could be some Afghanistan war veteran who's done some shit that you don't want to fucking know about, so fuck off. Apparently, I'm at the overview part where everybody wants to be at, because this is a happening spot. Understandable. It's beautiful. So, right now, i got a biker next to me. So, anyway, moving sucks. Um, and I would drive while, you know, talking, but um, we're at the part where it's, like, pretty actually high mountainous, and I keep wanting to, like, look, and then I'm like, oh, fuck, it's really scary. There's a lot of going, so like, I shouldn't do that. Um, so moving, um, we first thought all of our stuff was lost because I couldn't get a hold of the moving company. I called them, I emailed them, I texted them, nothing happened. I could not get a hold. Like when we called, my husband tried calling. When we called, it was just like ring and ring and ring and ring and ring and then nothing. Like we let it ring for like two, three, four minutes and just nothing. Nobody fucking picked up. So we're just like, what the fuck? And then I couldn't find a website. And then I couldn't find the fucking company. Like I reached out to a company that was in like Memphis and they're like, yeah, we're not them. Fuck them. Like we haven't heard really good things. They didn't say that, but they were just like, we haven't heard really good things about them. (laughs) You're not the first person calling looking for them. And I'm like, fuck. Um, and then there was another company that I tried to reach out to based out of Arizona. Um, and they're like, yeah, we're not that company either. And I'm like, fuck, dude, what the fuck did I get into? Like, yeah, no, this, this company that I tried to go with was a total fucking scam company. And, and I got soaked for thousands of dollars. Um, so finally I start looking into legal avenues, like, what can I do? You know? And so I start that and then they finally fucking reach it back out to me. Like after like a week after sending an email to like, um, transportation authority and, um, and they were like, oh yeah, so we're going to schedule your move, blah, 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 like, we're, we're going to, where can we deliver it to, and we'll be there on Saturday, and I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever, like, you guys are fucking dicks, and they were like, okay, so it's going to be like, let's say $3,900 upon delivery, and it has to be cash, or, or money order, and I was like, fine, and, um, and then like, like a postal money, not just a bank check. Like I couldn't just go to a bank or Walmart or whatever. No, it had to be from the post office. Um, that kind of money or cash. Like it's so fucking shady. Um, so I am fine. All right. So I get money together and, but I, um, didn't, I still didn't have enough. Like, so 
they call, so Saturday, when they finally dropped it off, they go to the storage shed. I go to the storage shed. I'm thinking it's going to be $3,900. I get there. It wasn't. It was like It was supposed to be like $3,600. That's what it was. So I get there thinking, okay, it's going to be $3,600. Great. Here's the $3,600. It's all cash. Yada, yada, yada. And they're like, the guys that are dropping it off with the truck are Russian. Like, you know, these guys were born in Russia. Like, only one of them barely spoke any English. And the other two, from what, what we were told, were like, did not speak any English. They only spoke Russian. So these guys, and these guys are kind of big, kind of look like maybe they worked uh, for uh, some sort of security detail at some point. Like these guys are fucking not fucking around. And, um, you know, so we, we get there and he's looking at it and he's like, it says 3,900. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And they're like, you know, because I had pulled out even like a hundred dollars extra to give them just so like, you know, let's just please don't break my shit. Let's just get this over with. So I had thirty seven hundred dollars when I came, to, you know, to the to the storage and, and whatever. And they're like, you took three thousand nine hundred. I'm like, are you what the fuck? Like, can you please just just accept this now and get started? I'm going to go to the local ATM. My husband's here because we we drove separate. Like, my husband was there, like, waiting for him, right? And then, so I'm like, um, my husband will be here. You know, I will come right back. Let me just go to an ATM and and get your other whatever, $300 or whatever it's going to fucking get. And then I will come right back, okay? Okay? Please don't leave because if they left, like, and then I'd come back, like, it was going to be another $1,600, so I was like, what the ever, you know, first of all, I was told by the dispatcher, the bottom line, including whatever fucking bullshit fees they were fucking charging me, um, like, all the bullshit fucking fees was going to be, like, 3600 blah, 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 dollars, right, like, some fucking change, I don't give a fuck. Um, and then, like, the fact that fucking, like, now Boris is telling me, no, it's 3900 I'm like, ah, I'm just fucking killing you. I'm going to get the cash, so. <sighs> go to get the cash. I'm going to go back. And I still give him an extra hundred bucks. Just because I'm just like, can we just get this fuck over with? As quickly as possible and not break my shit. Okay, cool. Thanks. Oh my god, what a fucking nightmare that was. Like it like thousands of dollars. So this the so the total cost of that was at least eight thousand dollars. Let's it was like seven thousand maybe nine hundred, so let's just say eight thousand dollars. So eight thousand dollars to get our shit from fucking Massachusetts down to Virginia, right? And like it probably I don't know like there was other options of course like guys if you're looking to do a long distance move like either get one of those fucking pod system things or whatever like things where they like truck or whatever where they drop the truck off you or you hire someone local to load the truck up and then they like pick it up and then you know then drop it off right like that's what you should fucking do um and and not hire any long distance 
fucking mover companies because they're fucking shysters, like these fucking douchebags. Like they they get your shit on a truck and then they put that truck fucking God knows where the fuck where your shit was, uh, you know, exposed to whatever the fuck, probably, like, water and shit, because, like, some of my shit came out with mold that didn't fucking have mold on it when it went in, motherfuckers. And then, so you, you get the truck, or even better, or, you know, if you're if you're comfortable at all driving a truck, which, you know, it's not really that, it's just, you're just, like, driving a big couch, um, like a huge ass. Um, so either, or you could like, what I would suggest is like renting a truck. So go to U-Haul, go to budget, go to fucking Penske, whatever the fuck, rent a goddamn truck, have move, like hire a local mover to like move your shit into that truck. And then, you know, and you pay them and everybody moves on. And then you fucking drive that truck down or wherever the fuck you're going and then hire a local mover in the area that you moved to or moving to to have them move it to your house or storage shed or um you know bonfire you know whatever you're doing with it like you know have them do that um because like the local guys like of course you know they're they're just they're local guys like they're just trying to do a job and pay and get money right and so, like, you know, and if there is a problem, there is a local office that you can go to and stand in front of and throw bricks at. I mean, just kidding. Don't do that. Or do. I don't care. Um, but, you know, so it's just, like, that way, you know, you're not dealing with some, like, random company that you don't know where the fuck they are. You don't know who the fuck they are. Like, no. I do not. 10 out of 10 do not recommend. Like, no. So, um, and like I said, dude, those Russian guys were fucking terrifying, like, you know, just, just absolutely terrifying, like, um, they probably were all were armed, which a lot of people in the state are armed and all, and, um, that's not really scary, but mostly scary, because they're probably just armed with knives, and they can still fuck you up quicker than (laughs) anybody with a fucking gun out here, it's ridiculous. So, um, I thought I had another, oh, um, this idea, you guys, that, like, this mass conspiracy on the, like, election fraud bullshit, like, come the fuck on, there is no election bullshit, we all cast ballots, other people count them, is what it is. You know, they, they, they're, they're a number of places that, you know, did audits and proved that everything's fine on the up and up. And I think y'all need to just calm the fuck down and accept it. You know, I, I understand that, you know, you, your guy didn't get it. Who gives a fuck? The president is just stupid. The, the, the office it is what it is. It's a necessary thing. But, you know, that one person and to put all your hopes and dreams on that is just retarded. And, like, seriously, how has it affected your life? Compare, like, let's just say, let's go back 16 years, huh? From last 16 years to now, how has your life really affected? Huh? Did you have, like, did you have to file a completely new tax return? No, probably not. Was it a couple lines on a different? Yeah, probably. But I went over that in a different podcast. If you want to go to sleep, go listen to that. But it's just, you know, the day-to-day activities that we all, as Americans, enjoy and sometimes shrug, what has really changed? Hmm? 
what has whatever president has been there in office, what has it really changed? Not fucking much. It hasn't changed much. We all still go to work at whatever job that we do. That's important, of course. You know. um, and then we go home and then we, what, hang out with our families, party on the weekends, go get drunk at the lake, go get drunk in our backyard, smoke some weed. What? What? So what has really changed? Nothing. So this idea of placing everything like good and bad or whatever, like hopes and dreams, or we're going to blame you for everything. Like, this is stupid. You got like, wake up, smell the reality of nobody gives a fuck. Like, I'm so tired. Like, you know, I got like, was I a fan that Trump was elected president? No. Was I scared of what was going to happen? especially compared to what had been going on the last year? Absolutely. Did anything really change while Trump was elected? No, it wasn't. While Trump was in office, I think the biggest headache was whatever the fuck he was going to say on Twitter next, which was just always, like, just embarrassing. Like, you know, I, I just, it's embarrassing that somebody elected to the highest office of the most prestige of the country, like, that people place on it. You know, the person that's supposed to go be our foreign dignitary representative, dignitary, diplomat, whatever. The person that's supposed to represent us as a country, like the leader that we like chose as our highest office. It was just, just sounded like a moron every time he talked. Like, that was my biggest problem with that guy. Like, you know, and I know that like, you know, sometimes he was, you know, whatever charismatic and stuff and good for fucking him. But most of the time I just found him to be crass and very ignorant. And just, he didn't know what the fuck he was talking about most of the time. And it was obvious because he didn't do any research. He didn't do any of the reading. He didn't even want anybody to tell him what was going on. He just wanted to do his own thing and, you know, fuck everyone else. So like, that was my problem with that douche. Like Biden, Biden, Biden had to take that grenade for Afghanistan. Like, this is my segue. Um, Biden under Barack Obama, you know, probably they had conversations while Barack was in office. Like, I'm just speculating about Afghanistan. I'm sure that that was discussed. I know that uh, Barack Obama at one point wanted to get out of Afghanistan, but, you know, it just wasn't possible or it wasn't the right time. Um, for that, I guess, whatever. Um, but Biden knew that, that we had to get out of Afghanistan. My suspicion, my belief, my humble opinion on this is that um, Afghanistan was coffee, costing too much money. That our presence, specifically our military in Afghanistan and what they were doing was costing too much money. We have to worry about the stimulus. We had to worry about the pandemic. We had to worry about, you know, all this stuff that now we have to deal out with the fallout of all that bullshit. Um, and Afghanistan was a line item that could be taken away. Um, it was something that was discussed for at least what, 15 years, probably reasonably. Um, where probably the, you know, higher ups, the, you know, people in 
um, Congress and, you know, all them, like, probably have all discussed it, like, getting out of Afghanistan and, um, but, you know, it just, it was too soon and now, now we have a need because we had to pay for all those fucking stimulus payments because we had to pay for all that COVID bullshit. We had to pay for people to be home because they all lost their jobs because we couldn't work because of COVID. So, unfortunately, Afghanistan, you know, had to suffer in this instance. Um, On that same note, we couldn't stay in Afghanistan forever. Um, And also, real quick, fuck you to all the people who have said, Republicans, have said, we need to get out of Afghanistan, we need to get out of Afghanistan, and now that we're out of Afghanistan, because it was a blue Democratic president, they're like, that guy is fucking us all over, blah, 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 we shouldn't have gotten out of Afghanistan, really? Okay, so, like, if you ever said, you know, we should be out of Afghanistan, and now we're saying, like, oh, that president, you really need to check yourself, like, what are you doing, like, seriously, you're really just, like, gonna blame Biden for this, like, this had to happen, this was gonna happen, you know, whether it happened with Biden, or it happened whenever, or the next one, it was gonna happen, like, there was no way that our military force could stay in the capacity that it was at, you know, rebuilding that country, because, especially since, a number of people in that country didn't want us there. Let's just be real. Um, would I say that most of the normal civilians, uh, were they happy that we were there? Probably. Or at least, I don't know about happy, because there's, you know, there's a very, um, you know, deep with within the Afghan culture of like, you know, this is how it is. This is our culture. This is, you know, whatever. I mean, like we as Americans have that. Um, but you know, we've only been like America for like whatever, are we at 400 years, 500 years? I don't know. Um, you know, whereas Afghanistan has been there since like the dawn of time, like they, they've, you know, since forever, um, you know, Mohammed, you know, uh, went, you know, from one city to another city, like in Afghanistan, in that area, like, you know, the, the roots that they have are centuries old, um, like thousands and thousands of years old. I don't know what that is in like, you know, it's in a century, like a hundred years. So I don't know what thousands are anyway. So the Afghan culture, like, you know, although I think majority speaking, most of them were grateful that we were there in order to help. I think the, you know, some of the locals were like, took, you know, kind of like, well, we could do this ourselves, you know, or we don't need you here, whatever. We don't need your Western influences, whatever else. Um, and let me just um, caveat this by, by saying that I have dated someone um, from Afghanistan. He, uh, I met him in the Boston area. Um, we dated for three months. It was, it was a short one. Um, romance, 
I use romance loosely in this term, but in this instance, but for a while there I was, I was, I was into him, but, um, so this boy, uh, this person, he, he was around my age at the time. This was pre-marriage. This was several years ago. Um, this was before, this was in 2016 when Trump got elected. Is that right? Yeah, it had to be 2016. So this is, that's when we dated. Um, uh, and so it was just, it was, it was interesting. So I got a, a really, you know, like kind of in a quick but in-depth look into Afghanistan lifestyle, like the day-to-day from somebody from Afghanistan, from somebody who'd spent 35, well, 33 years in Afghanistan growing up. Um, and let's just call him Mike. His name isn't Mike. Um, but so, so Mike was an interpreter. He worked with America. Um, he worked with American military, um, and, you know, to interpret and, you know, to, to help the war effort. Um, so he was able to come over to America, uh, and he was, he was here as a student. Um, so, but he didn't bring his family. He, he did have a wife and kids and we're not going to discuss that anymore, but, um, that portion of it, um, um, that wasn't even the reason why we broke up, but anyway, um, so, you know, he told me about, you know, because we grew up around the, you know, we were this around the same age. So he told me about growing up in the 80s and early 90s with fucking bombs going off. And, you know, he's like, and you know what we did? We went and played in the rubble. Kids. Um, and so I really felt for him and, and I really felt for, you know, his position. And you know, I even went with him to a lawyer to discuss um, the options. And it was, it, even at that point, it was bleak, especially with, um, you know, the incoming Trump presidency and, um, all the hardline approaches that he took to some things. Um, so it was, it was looking pretty scary. And, um, you know, and I, like I said, I really felt for him and, um, and so it was really sad. And like, and like I said, my husband went to Afghanistan to fight. He was, um, stationed there for a year. He saw some shit. It wasn't pretty. Um, he's had to have his own issues with like, you know, he, when he went over to Afghanistan, he, he had no problem with any Muslim persons. While in Afghanistan, that changed because of the nature of the situations that he was in. Um, but the, and then when he came back, it took him a while to, you know, realize that, you know, not everybody is fucking extreme assholes trying to kill him that are Muslim, you know? So there's more, far, far, far more beautiful Muslim people that just, want what anybody else wants, want what everybody in America wants, you know, claims to want, which is just a simple, quiet, peaceful life. They want to go do their work. They want to get paid. They want to take care of their family and hang out with their family. And Muslims traditionally don't 
typically get drunk in public <coughs> where people can see them. <laughs> um, but according to the Muslim religion, they're not supposed to drink. But, you know, the reality is perhaps some of them do. Anyway, um, you know, they just they want they want to go to work. They want to spend time with their family and they just want their quiet, peaceful existence, which I mean, fucking. Yeah. Right. Me too. Where do I sign up? Oh, wait, no. I'm already in America. I'm white privilege. Moving on. So. Uh, so Afghanistan. Oh, this is so heartbreaking. So Biden had to do it. He had to rip that bandaid off. He had to do it. He it just. It had to be done. Um, it still see, according to the news, it seemed like maybe even that was rushed. And um, like perhaps there wasn't enough planning. I don't know. I, I hate, I like, it, it's one of those that like sometimes you can plan and plan and plan. And still when you do it at all fucking falls apart. And I don't know if this is one of those situations or what, but it just, it feels like perhaps there was some things that wasn't quite considered and wasn't fully planned out. And, you know, and unfortunately, like, it meant that, you know, people died, you know, and, and it was tragic. And, you know, the, the people that like swarmed the plane, the Afghan nationals that swarmed the plane, trying to get onto that last flight and then just ended up like holding on to the gear and just holding on the outside of the plate. That's absolutely heartbreaking. And it's heartbreaking, you know, to know why, like they did that because the Taliban was taking the fuck back over and the Taliban are not fucking good people. Like they are proving themselves to just be the same, you know, terrorist malicious group that they were in the fucking 90s when, you know, when we had to go over there in the first place and be like, hey, get the fuck off. Like, it's just, and don't give me this bullshit, like, about, like, you know, the Taliban's just, you know, or whoever, like, Afghanistan just wants to go back to their blah, 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 and they wanted the West to stay the fuck out of it. Oh, okay, great. Um, that'd be awesome, except for while I'm in that same breath, you're asking for our fucking money. Okay, so listen here. If you want to act like a barbaric, uncivilized culture, that's on you. But you cannot come to Western civilized cultures and beg for money. Okay, that's not how this works. Like, if you want our money, you have to prove that you are not some third world. Like I said, I don't can't even think of a worse word than barbaric because that is what the Taliban is. They are proving themselves to be barbaric, malicious groups that just want to just go back to like the old ways. And like, you know, part of the problem with Afghanistan is that it is very tribal country. And instead of unifying, instead of coming together and doing the, what's good for the nation and what's good for the people, you know, they're just looking at it very tribally and very like, I have to only protect my area. I, you know, and then it's just who's got, who's got the biggest dick in the area, meaning who's got the biggest guns, who's the biggest, you know, thug, 
And right, and the Taliban is as proving they're the biggest thug. We left Afghanistan thinking that they, that the Afghan government would be able to do their jobs and that the Afghan military would be able to protect the Afghan government. That didn't happen. That didn't happen because from what I've read, many of the Afghan military and police had not been paid in months. So you're looking at a bunch of people, mostly dudes, some women, a lot of people in the Afghan military and police forces that hadn't been paid in months, their families are starving, and now the Taliban's coming in going, we're going to promise a better life. We're going to promise all these changes. We're going to give you $100 right now or whatever it was. Like, we're going to give you some cash right now. Why don't you come hang out with us? We'll put you on our payroll. We'll give you something to do. So those guys are like, sure, no problem. Sign me up. And that's why the Afghan government fell. And that's why our government is what it is. And that's why our military is the greatest military in all of creation. Um, and the sexiest. Oh, God, I love you guys. Um, gals, girl. Anyway. Um, so real quick, like, you know, our military, um, you know, although they are beholden to the executive, the chief, you know, the chief in charge, um, which is the president, um, our military understands their job is to protect America. Their, their job, their, they, and they are, they all are indoctrinated with this of like, America is what you're fighting for. You're fighting for your families. You're fighting for their families. You're fighting for some other families that maybe aren't represented with, you know, enlisted. So, and that's why our government, and that's what, well, not our government. Our government's just made up of a bunch of people. Um, that's why our military is amazing. Um, because, and they all, you know, yeah, well, not all, you know, but most of them, you know, that's what, you know, they have in their minds. And, Sure, occasionally, um, you know, perhaps they get a little too whatever on whatever side. But, you know, for the most part, like more than not, more most of them, you know, are are in the military to fight for America. Um, which is why that uh, capital insurrection did not go well, because, you know. It's not about one person. It's about the country. So Afghanistan. So Afghanistan government fell because the military wasn't there to protect it. Um, and it was the government's job to pay them, to pay the military and to pay the police. And they didn't fucking do that. Why? Well, because my suspicion is that the Afghan government people um, that were in charge were just a bunch of uh extra super corrupt dirty politicians like not saying america doesn't have our own fair share because we all know that we do okay we let's just be real we all know it lobbyists are a thing guys anyway but the fact is our military gets fucking paid all right our police officers get fucking paid and you know, 
unfortunately, when you're not getting paid, you're not eating, you're not, family's not eating, you're getting real scared. You know, it's just, it's, it's just a recipe for disaster. So it sucks. Um, it, it really sucks. And I just, you know, if, if I could just tell the Taliban one thing, it would be like, Hey, you know, do whatever, do whatever you got to do. Like that's on you. But if you're asking for our money, if you're asking for Europe's money, if you're asking for any Western, you know, countries money, then you can't just chop off people's hands and stone women to death. You cannot do that. You have to allow women to get their education. You have to allow women to, you know, work if they want to work like this patriarchal, you know, Taliban bullshit fly you cannot be represented in the united nations if you're just like if you come drenched in your you know in your you know whoever in your enemy's blood like that's not the world that we live in okay that's all i'm saying you know i'm not saying you know pick up christianity because god fuck that i'm just saying like you know be muslim have your values but maybe also don't be barbaric motherfuckers. Okay? That's all I'm saying. All right. That was a lot. I'm still still so angry about all that. Like, how can you just be, like, just so, like, barbaric and ruthless and then, you know, just, oh, give me your millions of money that you were going to send to us. Like, fuck you. We're sending that to a government that, you know, that we thought was going to, like, I don't know, do right by their people. Fucking not chop hands off and not stone women to death in, in the fucking middle of square, of town square. Like, go fuck yourselves. Like, that's not how this is going to work. We're not funding you to, you know, keep your citizens in the dark ages and keep your people in the dark ages and just make them afraid of you and then, like, go in there and kill all the men and rape all the women. Like, go fuck yourselves. Like, that's not how this works. That's, that's not what we're funding. That's not the world that we're trying to build here. All right, I'm going to, I need some drinks. Um, I need some smokes and I'm going to wrap this up. So yeah, hopefully, um, it'd be nice if my words like change the Taliban's mind. <laughs> it won't because I'm a woman. They're not going to listen to it. They'd try to kill me. Um, probably just for speaking like, how do I rule? Go fuck yourselves. Um, uh, but you know, and that's, that's what's great about being an American is that I can, I can have my opinion. I can have my podcast and I can post like say, you know, not exactly whatever I want. Like, I mean, come on, let's be real. Um, but you know, I can have my opinion. I have my free time and then, you know, it's, it's awesome. So is being able to watch TikTok videos not that I do that. I'm fucking 40 and I have a job and a child. I don't have time for that. But I do watch other things, you know, mostly TV shows and stuff. So, yeah. 
All right, guys, I have been sitting in this car for so long, let's see, 43 minutes, that my one window is fogged up. I'm roasting, and here I'm sweating to death. Um, I'm going to need some AC, or at least just the windows are, because this is a freaking gorgeous-ass day. So I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to enjoy the, the ride home. I'm going to um, have one of my shitty seltzers, like whatever it is. I did the summer of seltzers thing where I was just like every seltzer box that I buy is going to be a new kind and I'm going to test them all. Right. Yeah, except this last one's just fucking horrid. And now I'm like, do I dump it? No, I'm going to fuck up my pipes. How do I get rid of this? Do I just leave it on the side of the road? <laughs> How do I get rid of this shit? Oh, all right. I'll just suck them down one by one and then maybe just drink like five one night and get like a slightly buzzed and, you know, go to bed, whatever. All right, my little fudge pops, I hope that you guys are, you know, just, just, you know, do what you can, you know, don't get wrapped up in politics, politics are stupid, vote, absolutely vote, that's the only way that we can make changes, we are in a democratic society, blah, 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 but at the same time, I know that voting requires that you do research sometimes, and have to, you know, look at what laws are coming up that we need to change, but that's, once again, that's how things get changed, we are in a democratic society, the only way to change our society is by voting, and it, you know, that's how it is. And um, if I haven't said this before, the American military force is sexy and gorgeous. And I love you all. All the branches. Army, Marines, Air Force, you know, Coast Guard, oh, Navy, um, <laughs> and even Space Force. You guys are adorable. Yeah, yeah, speech force. You. I'm just kidding. I love you all. I think you all are amazing. And I think that, you know, the reason this country is what it is, is because we have an amazing military. And mwah. all right. Good night or good day. Enjoy your day. Enjoy your night. <laughs> Enjoy your life. And I will be back sometime when I can squeeze in some time. Even if I have to, like, you know, sneak away and go to an undisclosed location and um, overlook the valley, then I'm actually kind of terrified looking at because I feel like my car's just going to fall off at any moment. Face your fears. No, I'm just kidding. A little bit of fear today, you know? Just on the border of your comfort zone, right? All right, Fudge Pops. Um, I love you guys. I love America. We're the greatest. No, we're, it's the best. I love living here and I love you know, all the opportunities that I have. And um, go listen to murder podcasts, all right? Not murder podcasts, but, like, like true crime, like, you know, My Favorite Murder, um, you know, any of those, like, you know, true crime things and stuff. And, you know, let's uh, let's all get into, like, finding missing persons, okay? Um, and uh, it, let, not just the, the blonde white chicks. Like, how about everybody else? There's plenty of persons of color out there that are missing, and um, and babies. All the babies. We need to find the babies. Like, why, why, why are babies still being missing? Like, how is that a thing? Okay, I might start crying, so I'm gonna go now. Okay, all right. Signing off. 
I will talk to you soon. Bye.